3: Good morning, everybody. Guess what day it is, Brandon? Oh
1: my goodness!
3: Guess what day Mike, it Mike,
0: is, guys? What day is it, Mike? <laughs> 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 Guess what day? What's the name of this guy? Humpty. It's hump day. Look okay. Humpty. Look
3: Humpty. Go, go, Humpty, go, Humpty, go. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you guys know I love Humpty Day. Um, I don't like Humpty Day like normally, but I like it on this show. Does that make sense? Like it's not my favorite, it's not my favorite day of the week. Like if I wasn't working, right. but it's my favorite day of the week when we're working. You can we, can we get it's my hum- favorite work day? Right. Is that better?
1: That's better. Okay. But can we get Humpty uh, doing something different? Like, no, like, that's
3: what Humpty does. He goes around the office and he goes, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's Humpty. You never actually listened to it? No,
1: I've never listened to it. <laughs> We've played this
3: video multiple <laughs> Wednesdays and. Um, can I
1: get Humpty maybe going into the executive's office or going into the mail room? You know what I mean? Does he just do the same thing, the same no, go to the same people? No, he goes
3: around the office and he goes, "Guess what day it is? Guess oh what day it is?" Until somebody at somebody answers him, it's Hump Day.
0: Right.
3: Well, listen, it's Hump Day here at Paper Route. I'm so excited. You guys know it's my favorite work day. It's my favorite day on this show, and we have a lot to get into. It's gonna be a fun show today. Um, as you guys know, Wednesday's a weird day in the NFL schedule because Thursday night football is not until the following day, right. so we're not previewing any games. There's no games, Tuesdays, Mondays come and gone, Sundays come and gone. So we're going to have a little bit of a different kind of vibe today, but it's going to be fun. So um, we're going to start with the New York Jets. They are back on everybody's radar once again. I feel like the Jets have never left the NBA or sorry, the NFL discourse. I'm already NBA season, but they're on the new circuit for a different reason. Why J Cole, a guy I'm big fan of. You like J Cole, right? Love J Cole. Me too. I'm a big fan of J Cole. I actually listened. J Cole went to St. John's, mm-hmm. so in New York, um, growing up in New York, his Friday light, Friday light mixtapes were like, um, like a cult. Following in right. New York, so we were rocking with him way before like he went mainstream because again, he went to St. John's, Friday Night Lights was like a huge mixtape and like the MB- NBA. Uh, I keep saying NBA, I have basketball in mind in the New York like music scene and right. stuff. So then when he went like mainstream, I was like, Oh, it's J. Cole. So I've always been a big fan. Um, but J. Cole and Colin Kaepernick are really good friends, they have a great relationship. And yesterday, J. Cole shared a letter that Colin Kaepernick penned to the New York Jets organization, asking them to consider him as a solution to their quarterback problem. Um, He says that he shared the letter with Kaepernick's permission, and he wanted to share it because he wanted people and all organizations to know the truth about, quote, how hard he works and how much he wants to play and always has. Now, in the letter... Kaepernick says, I have a a piece of it. Um, It's a long letter, so I'll just read a chunk of it. He says, I know that there are currently depth issues at the position, and I've heard that the backup spot is likely to be filled by a veteran quarterback. As much as I would love the opportunity to fill that spot, I'm writing you in hopes that you can imagine a much different approach involving me. I would be honored and extremely grateful for this opportunity to come in and lead the practice squad. I would do this with the sole mission of getting your defense ready each week. Mm. He then goes on to list the benefits of that, um, you know, of what him being involved with the practice squad and getting them ready for defenses each week. He lists that in the letter. But, I mean, Brandon, um, we actually had Colin Kaepernick Mm -hmm. on the I Am Athlete podcast. And do you want to play that video and then dissect this letter or do you want to dissect this letter first and then play that video?
1: Not yet. Let's play it after this like okay. I, I don't know why I just got teary eyed here. Uh-huh. Um this is sad to me. And I'm being honest, I'm not this is not cap. This isn't for the sad for, for the show. It's like what what is like him writing this letter and didn't have any references at the end like we've never seen this before it's too late he hasn't played since 2016. now let me let me take a few steps back yes we we had cap um sit down with us Mm -hmm. on I Am imathlete the big show that's coming back here soon in a couple of weeks um but the way we got that was him here training at the facility and i sat down with him um and i'm like yo bro in my office i'm like what are you trying to accomplish Because during that time, Cap was actually going around the country throwing the ball to college guys, high school guys, NFL guys, just so he can create, get footage and film to show NFL teams that he can still do it. Mm -hmm. And when we sat down, he said, no, bro, I I really want to play. I said, if you really want to play, then you need to tell your story. We sat there for two days going back and forth about this with his team, my team. And, and and he was so reluctant to tell his story. Same thing with Jake. Co- Jake uh, Cole said, like, if you go back to the letter, he opens up saying, "I asked Cap."
3: Yes. Go back letter. to
1: the letter really quickly. This is important.
3: Well, the caption rather of the Instagram, um, he said. Uh, I asked Colin if I could share this letter with the world. He was reluctant. He was
1: reluctant. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. My Ash.
3: my argument was that I believe that the people and all organizations should know the truth about how hard he works and how much okay, he wants good. to still play.
1: That's good, Ash. That's good. I promise you. Like, Cap has all this, all these other things going on. He has a production company doing some amazing things. And he has a deal with Disney, I believe, where his, his documentary, I don't know if it came out yet. So he can't really go out there and do too much, right? And I'm like, yo, bro, if you really want to play, you got to do two things. One, you got to continue to do what you're doing, flying around, showing that you can still throw the ball. We went out there, me, uh, my nephew, Ocho, Pac-Man, everybody. We brought other receivers in. I think we may even have some NFL guys. And he looked phenomenal. He could throw the ball. And I said, the second thing you need to do is you need to tell your story. We've been telling your story. J. Cole been telling your story. Everybody else been telling your story. We need to hear from you. Like, just imagine if... when We've never seen Cap say, no, this is what where I'm at. This is what I believe. We haven't seen that. He's been sitting back on Disney. He's been sitting back on Netflix shows. And everybody else has been telling this story. You've never heard him say this publicly. And so that's why I got emotional because it's like, bro, it's too late. Like, I, I, you know, I appreciate Cap.
3: Why do you think it's too late? I'm curious. On 2016
1: why was the last time he played.
3: Okay, but I'll, I'm not I'm not, Go negating, ahead. not. negating that, but playing on the other side of that, I think that 2016, okay, yes, a long time away from the game. I'm, I will 100% give you that. But I think physical capabilities, if the physical capabilities are there, if the IQ of the game okay. is still there, if all of the tangibles or intangibles of the game are still there, we have seen quarterbacks a lot less talented physically You know, uh, IQ wise of the sport, get multiple opportunities. We've seen, listen, Ashley Carson Wentz get multiple opportunities to fail at being a starter.
1: 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That's eight years. We just said last week, we just said last week, um, not we, I'm talking about watching ESPN FS1, mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson. After the second week of the season, remember, Mm -hmm. when Chubb went down and he looked like trash to everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody was saying, yo, it's been two years. Have we ever seen a quarterback uh, uh, come back and beat themselves again after two years? What's the case study? Well, Michael Vick, he did some time. He's had to sit down. He came back and played at a high level for uh, two or three years, right? Right. And everybody in media literally just a week and a half ago was just talking about how two years off was almost was how, how detrimental it was for a player, right? Right. And they're saying that they can't even get back to to, to 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 that type of level. So when we talk about Colin Kaepernick being being down for seven eight years, that is a big deal. No, I agree
3: with you, but I think that we're I think that it's a big deal if you're talking about bringing him in as the replacement to your starter. Like if right. you were bringing him in to replace Zach Wilson, I agree with you. It'd be it'd be risky. He's been away from the game for a long time, but what he's proposing. You know, getting you know your players right for defenses and think that's all cognitive. That I you don't. Need, I don't need. I don't, need, don't need a thirty-five. Need to, I don't you need. You don't a, need to be. Uh, you can be years removed from the game and be able to do that. Look at head coaches, coaches that were once quarterbacks and now head coaches. I, that, there's no timetable for that. So,
1: so, we're gonna play the video here uh, shortly. And I, in the way I got into this question, I was like, "Yo, I'm a let's role play. I'm the I'm the GM." But think about it, right? Before we play the video, I'm the GM, mm-hmm. right? Why am I going to go sign a 35-year-old quarterback that just wants to help the team win, okay, that hasn't played since 2016 mm-hmm. and it's going to bring a, 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 a lot of stuff with him? Why would I do that when there's a 23-year-old kid, 24-year-old kid, 25-year-old kid that I could potentially develop? Or even a Trevor Simeon who's trash, haven't won a game since 2017, but he's been in the league. He's been around. That makes no sense to, for, for me as a general manager. I want to throw to this video here quickly, Ash, and then we can jump back into the uh, conversation. But this is when we sat down with Cap this summer and we had uh, that, that first sit down with him within five years. Let's role play. Talk to me, I'm the GM. <laughs> come on, come you on. You over. doing method acting? Come on,
4: come on, <laughs> watch this, because I'm the GM, let's play it.
1: Let's hey, go. We got you here today.
4: So, let me come in and compete. I mean, you you have your roster. You had a team, let me come in, compete, show you what I can do. Well, Cap, you
1: know, you know, football, it's all about eliminating distractions. Like, how do I know if I bring you in and I sign you, that you're gonna make my locker room better, that you're
4: gonna bring us together? One, you can know by experience. My coach, Jim Harbaugh, spoke to it. My coach, Chip Kelly, spoke to it and said that I made the locker room better. I came in, I prepared, I made the team better. That 2016 season, my last year, my teammates voted me the most courageous and inspirational player. So when you're talking about the people that are actually in the building, that has never come out that I've been a distraction. It's never come out that I've been an issue from the people I played with. Cap, can I keep it real with you, Cap? This is between you and I, don't tell nobody.
1: $16 billion industry, Cap. What about our fan base? What do we say to our
4: fan base? Like, how, like, what are they going to say? I so say you have anti-racism in the back of your end zone. You got Black Lives Matter on your helmet. Mm. <laughs> Everything I've said should be in alignment with what you're saying publicly. Mm. <laughs> it's a 16 billion dollar business. When I first, when I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by six billion dollars. Six billion. Mm. With a mm. B. With a B. With a B. So. <laughs> a B. so, <laughs>
1: so, so, so we, we acting. Come on, stay on mode. Talk, talk, talk. Hey, man. You, you broke character. You broke character. <laughs> you broke <laughs> character.
4: Talk, so, talk. So, if you're talking about the business side, <laughs> mm, it makes sense. It shows business beneficial. You? Yeah. Mm. If you're talking about the playing side, come in, let me compete. You can evaluate me from there. The NFL is supposed to be a meritocracy. Come in, let me compete. If I'm not good enough, get rid of me. But let me come in and show you.
3: Woo. Wow. Okay. So, um, uh, well, guys, Brandon and I were having a, a conversation while the clip was going on, and I was under the impression, Brandon, that this was a piece of a much longer conversation. But no. you mm-hmm. told me that this is a piece of just a 14-minute conversation, and there was a lot other.
1: Yes. Things. So we sat down with Cap probably for. Uh, nine, I, I'm getting goosebumps, man. Like just going back to that moment, just how everything happened, like that. My. So it was a 90-minute sit-down, <clears throat> and 14, 15 minutes was cleared. And and, and that's why, like, I got emotional read in what J. Cole put out there because that's how I felt. I'm like, yo, because we all want to help. Like, I want to see my brother there, right? I would love for him to be in it, go in the NFL now. But it's like, bro, you got to get out your own way. Because I'm sitting here like, yo, for two days. You tell your story. Remember the two things I told him, continue to do what you're doing, throwing the ball. We gotta, you gotta answer the question, can you play? And two, tell your story. J. Mm-hmm. Cole can't tell your story. I am athlete, don't need to tell your story. You need to do it. So when you have 90 minutes of phenomenal content, that would have, people would have leaned in like, yo, I rock with Cap. Even think about what he just said. That was relatable. The dude said, what a B. Like we all laughed. That's that's like, yo, you need to show that, bro. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, because of business reasons as far as like what he's doing on the production side, that couldn't come out. And I think that's the reason why he hasn't been back in the NFL because he should be the people's champ. Why did that show only do 500,000? When you think about Colin Kaepernick, we put that out, that should have did 2 million right away. But he's not the people's champ. Why isn't he the people's champ? Because he's not telling the story. He's not out there. So.
3: I mean. I think, yes, I, I points were made. But I think that if we're just talking about it in terms of opportunities and chances given, I don't think front offices really care whether or not he's telling the story. I think we as fans, as Kaepernick fans, as black people want to hear him go further into depth and tell his own story from his own mouth and not have yeah. other people tell it. But I don't think that organizations are that inept, that that, that deep to really care about that. No, you're that right. Makes, that no, makes no, no, no difference. And they're just looking at 26 teams a no, long time this guy played no, football. No, but that's not
1: that, – But no, you're right. You're 100% right. But what I'm saying is this, people's champ, if he actually goes out and tells his story, then you're going to have more people right in the teams, right in the league, okay, standing up, saying point. that we want cap. We want cap, putting pressure like on Ali him. Boom yes. Okay. You feel me? Okay. Like if – if nobody's doing that. nobody Nobody's been doing that. There's only been a few people here and there saying, even the black community, we haven't even. We, you, the, when when have we seen players stand up and say we want cap?
3: I mean, do you think it's because of the amount of time that has transpired from when Cap first took the knee and mm-hmm. and you know the the first. Instance of major black Lives matters movements and him being at the forefront and and the taking of the knee and and just everything that uh, Surrounded that do you think it's just so far removed that it's like out of sight out of mind for a lot of people?
1: No, I think it's because You know, we don't know Uh, Nagin pull up the Dez Bryant uh, That when we did Dez Bryant and Des Bryant questioned um, He questioned cap It's pull that up. Let's pull that up. See if we have that video right and the reason why I'm saying that is because even after we did this, Cap got Cap was frustrated with us, with me and the platform, because uh, Adam Pacman Jones flew to L.A. a week later, and TMZ caught him coming out the airport. And they asked him about Cap. And he said, I don't know. I just know the dude, he can still throw. Like, he can still throw the ball. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff off the field, we don't know. I bring that up to say this. If players – aren't standing with you, and we're wishy-washy than everybody else is. And the reason why is because he doesn't tell the story. We don't know. That's what I'm saying, bro. You got to talk. You got to tell all the things. Do you know every week still he's still doing some amazing things in the community? Yes. It's not for...
3: With, you, especially with the Know Your Rights um, cor- correct. organization that he has. Correct.
1: Yeah. Correct. Right. So, like, people don't know. There's black players, white players, black people, white, black, black fans, white fans sitting there saying, who is Kaepernick? Mm -hmm. Why should we root for him? Why should we, you know, ask a team to, you know, bring him in? They're doing it with other players. Guys go down. Why don't we go get uh, Andrew Luck? Why don't we go get Carson Wentz? Why don't we go get Ryan Fitzpatrick or all these other guys? Why aren't they saying Kaepernick?
3: I will say this. I think that you you make a valid point in terms of getting the support of the general public and maybe that could go ahead and change things, you know, or, you know, the possibility of that it changing things or just having more support in his corner. I agree with you. That probably is, you know, a high possibility, but I will say this. I think that even with everything that we have been through as as a country in the last five years right you know between trayvon Mar- Martin between George Floyd between just the civil unrest you know during the pandemic and the black lives matter uh protests throughout the country and the NFL you know putting end racism in the end zone and, and the helmets and then you know the the claims of, the claims of wanting to be more socially aware I just think that at its root, mm-hmm. at the root of the NFL, at the foundation of the NFL, that will never be the case.
1: What would never be the case? I don't
3: think that it's ever, I don't think that it's ever that important to them to continue the work that they were right. so invested in at a moment in time. I think they had no choice but to be invested. Yep at that moment in time because the entire country was. That's Whether right. or not you wanted to be, if you weren't, you were. people were looking at you crazy. That's right. I think the moment has kind of for a lot of people been put on the back burner because it's not their reality. For yeah. black people, for minorities, it, it doesn't come and go. It's the life that we live constantly. We're constantly reminded of. Yeah. for certain organizations, especially when their foundation was not built on that, like when you look at the NBA, their foundation is built on being socially aware. Mm-hmm. So that's always ingrained in their DNA. With the NFL, I think it was a window in time. And I don't think they will ever, even if Cap had all the support in the world because he's told his story, I still don't think that they would welcome him back.
1: Well, let me – I push back on you. I agree with 98% of everything you said, but except, you know, if he had the support, they still wouldn't have welcomed him. Why did they actually put in racism in the back of the end zone? Because for the very first time – and this is the other stuff I validate you, you're right mm-hmm. – for the very first time in the NFL, we had our black players, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Lamar Jacksons of the world, and I can't even recall all the all the superstars that did a selfie video and said, Patrick "What if Mahomes? it was me?" Patrick Mahomes. What if it, it was me? Patrick and Mahomes? that's why they did it. Is because for the very first time, we stopped acting institutionalized and we understood our, our leverage. Mm-hmm. So my, my that's my point is the NFL. You're right. They don't care, They don't give a damn about any of, any of that. They're reactive, mm-hmm. and all they care about is our reputation, mm-hmm. right? And appealing to their fan base, mm-hmm. and making sure that we eliminate distractions and we protect the shield. So if you had a whole movement saying cap, 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 I think there would have been an owner that broke, right? But because he left so much gray out there, like, d- does he really care? It, there's mm-hmm. questions out there. Is like, what is? Where's the money going? What is he still doing? Why don't we hear from him? And, and you just gave the NFL so much power. Now we're seven years out and we're writing letters and, and we're saying, I want to be on a practice squad. Like
3: I'm also confused because I know we had the video teed up, so we'll throw it to that in a second, but I'm also confused and I could be wrong, but I thought the settlement he reached with the NFL was that he couldn't, wasn't there a stipulation that he couldn't, like he had to like basically stay away from the league, essentially? Like here's the money that whatever the, the dollar amount was, I thought that there was the stipulation in there was that he had to remove himself from all things NFL. I could be mistaken, but can somebody fact check that for me? I could have sworn there was some sort of like language in there that prevented him from.
1: No, remember he had to work out in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and uh, the NFL teams were supposed to be there. Uh, I think media was supposed to be there, and at the very last second, they sent out. They so there was a settlement. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but then there was. they were going to put the NFL, put together a workout. And at the very last hour, they sent over, uh, um, you know, they sent over a, a waiver that they wanted him to sign off on. And basically this waiver was going to, uh, take away It was going to take away something, and that's why they moved the workout somewhere else. Uh, but he did not sign it because he wanted to make sure that he had his power to be able to tell his story. Mm. And, and, and that's that's like me going yes. back oh, in the okay. time. Yes, yes. Because there, yes, there was the yes, yes. settlement where he got paid, but yes. then there was also the other movement in Atlanta, right, where the NFL came in, but they were trying to get him to the stuff Right. They they threw something in there.
3: And he didn't sign it. Okay. Right. That's what it was.
1: All right. So, But here's the video, if we have it, and, and you know, actually we can push forward after this. But I wanted to sh- highlight this because this is how, you know, his peers feel. And it shouldn't be that way. I'm on his side, right? I feel like more of us should be like, no, nah, we support Cap. We stand with Cap. But when you have the Des Bryans of the world, the Pac-Mans of the world, and so many others just like, And even Antonio Brown, how wild he is, but Antonio Brown came and said, I don't know what he's doing, right? When you have that, then you lose your power. And this is Des Bryant right here. When it comes to Colin Kaepernick, I'm not calling you out to call you out and try to make you look stupid. I call you out because of the fact that we are brothers. I feel like I understand that. I feel like I understand something that you understand. I feel like I can get in depth of what you're talking about. So to end the show looking in the camera, talking to Cap, what would you say to him? Come on, Cap, let's work. I love you. I like the fact that you brought the awareness. You're a real dude for that, but you don't stop where you stopped at. Uh-uh, you don't do that. Because that same situation that you was fighting for, is still going on. Like, come on, bro, you did that. I don't know everything. But I know I can add value to what you're talking about. I know that. So Ashley, the reason why that's powerful is this, and, and I love Daz. It's my boy, but he never stopped. Like like uh, the bomb, the 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 Bronze Bomber said. Till this day, he's still working every single week. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. We don't know. And and now you got people, you know, out there. A lot and Daz ain't the only one saying, Well, where you at? You know, well, let's work. He never stopped working. Mm-hmm. So, look, I appreciate J. Cole, um, but I just feel like it's too late, Ashley, and it's unfortunate. In that moment, like I was pleading with him as well. I was like, Bro, this is the moment Do continue to do what you're doing. So that you can throw the ball, and he was able to do that. Hell, he can probably throw the ball now. What about but- something
3: like the, I mean, it, it, before we move on, what about something, something like the USFL or the XFL? He know?
1: didn't want, uh, he said he didn't want to do that. He yeah. said, no, I want to go to the NFL.
3: I No, I know, but, you know, you can, that, that'd be the perfect situation to showcase how you would be in an actual game, would be in something... And I know, like going from the NFL to that may, you know, I don't want to call it a downgrade, but it's not the same tier. Yeah, but but, but, if you but, want but he can to- he
1: can. But but you were right what you said earlier, Ashley. Like, the dude can play from a physical standpoint. Right. He can play for sure. He can be a backup. There's what 64 quarterbacks, and you tell me he can't be one I of agree them. Completely. It ain't with 32. We're talking about 64, and even more because some teams have three on the, mm-hmm. on the roster. Now you can put dudes on practice squads or something. Te- it might even be more. Mm-hmm. That's not it. It's the questions that we asked him, mm-hmm. right? Like that's uncomfortable for me to ask him, like bro, like the, you know, our, our, there's 320 million Americans, 90 of them are 90 of them are avid football fans. How many of them are white? That's based what I'm asking. That's what I was asking him because the general managers, that's what they need to hear. Now I'm coming, I ain't gonna be a distraction. I'm just here to play football. They, are you gonna take a kneecap, right? That's what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. But you gotta say that. So. If he went to the USFL, Canada, damn! If he XFL, XFL, it don't matter. They need to hear from him. They needed to hear from him, and I and I it's mean, too there late. Been,
3: there have been NFL quarterbacks, famous NFL quarterbacks.
1: No, not players. seven. No, not seven. It, dude, what you about to did say? Did not
3: Kurt Warner do it?
1: No. Oh, he was in a grocery store. We see how long. No, he was. Uh, he was, was, was in the arena. Went to the grocery store, then made his way what to. I'm the NFL. i saying, Ashley. Linda, did it, did listen, Warren, Linda, Didn't
3: Warren Moon take a similar route?
1: Seven year, No, No, no. They played. Right. They played. I think Warren Moon went to Canada or something. Okay. No, he hasn't played any football.
3: But that's my point. Like, maybe, you know, and I, I don't want to, like, harp on this, but just my point would be, like, if you can't get an opportunity in the NFL because a lot of people are still question marks about what you can do, does he want to still play, What, what's that going to look like, then I feel like there's so many leagues now, the XFL, the USFL. It's like, okay, I let agree. me let me silence my doubters this way. We like, that I, question. I don't, I don't see that. That is a, is a. You see a lot of players being right. moved up from the XFL, the USFL, are now sitting in the NFL. Like right. I don't think that's an asinine idea. I don't,
1: I don't either. And and sorry, I've been interrupting no, you no, way no, too you're much fine. today. No, no, go but ahead. ask Nagin, I'm sorry, guys. This is just a, such a juicy, awesome conversation. Can you can we ask Nagin if we have that? promo of us asking that question that was a question that we asked and I don't even remember his answer right so like do we have that promo of cap we asked cap why wouldn't you go to Canada why won't you go to I don't think it was the XFL was the USFL then
3: yeah I mean okay like let's let me let's see his answer but but we'll see example while they pull this up if you were in a similar situation maybe not so many years but let's say you know you left the league a lot earlier than you wanted to, right? And you were having an issue getting into getting a roster spot on an NFL team. But the XFL, the USFL exists. And you know that it's not the same USFL and the XFL of years ago. There's a lot more eyes on it. The Rock's behind it. They're now merging leagues. There's a lot more opportunity there. Right. Are you ap- Do you like stick your nose up to it like, no, I came from the NFL. Why would I play in that? That's stupid. Or do you take that opportunity to ball out Listen. and still show what you can do?
1: Listen, let me speak the cap.
3: No, speak to you from an ego standpoint. Like okay, because I've been in I'm this situation the before. Standpoint
1: out, but. One of the reasons why a lot of us athletes, and I'll, I'll answer your question, Ashley, because I want to be respectful. I cut you off a couple times. No, no, no.
3: I'm just wondering the ego. Maybe I'm missing the ego standpoint. Because me talking
1: I mean. this way, well, you'll understand like, my okay. mindset, and, and it will answer the question. One of the reasons why a lot of us uh, suffer lose everything post-career is because our identity is wrapped up in the game. Mm-hmm. When it's took, taken away from us or when we walk away due to injury or it's just that's what it is, right? What are you taking? You're taking me, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I would say to guys like Cap or myself that's in situations like this is like, bro, it's okay. Like this second act for him, this second mountain is greater than him playing football. He only played six years. Mm-hmm. He made it to a Super Bowl, phenomenal. All of that stuff that he did, he took the freaking NFL for storm. He was the face of the NFL for at least two years, mm-hmm. and I promise you, if he does, if he did the right thing, because he might have missed his window. We're talking about, you know, the the new generation civil rights leader, mm-hmm. and that's what Daz was talking about. And so it's like, why are we still playing football? Like, you don't even need that platform anymore. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five still want to play. That's just like I, sometimes I ask like the people like people walk up to me and they like yo you know what's up, b more. I want some advice. Well, what would you want some advice on? Can you listen to my music? All right, let me listen to your music. And then boom, you know I hear the music and I look and I'm like,
3: this ain't it.
1: But well, this ain't it. <laughs> Who in your life is going to tell you this ain't it? Okay, now I got to answer the question. So your question was, what would I do in this situation? Yeah. Correct. So what I would do in this situation- And
3: be honest, like use it from your own-
1: Get Be you're, specific, you're, be specific. Okay, because the, how many years would we, because like, if I'm Kaepernick, Kaepernick six, seven years?
3: Seven, okay, let me go ahead, i let's, go, go okay, let let's go, I'm gonna go five. I'm at
1: House of Athlete, built, I'm building House of Athlete, okay, I am athlete, if it's you, cap situation. You left
3: the NFL not on your own accord. It's been five years and you've been actively working. Yes, you got other things going on, but you've been actively working and you still feel right. like, you still got it, that your career came to an end quicker than you wanted to okay and you're having you've been in those past five years you've had workouts you've had conversations but nothing has manifested to an nfl roster spot the usfl exists the xfl exists and you say in your mind okay i can go to these leagues ball out show everybody not just nfl organizations but the general public what i can still do yeah and possibly turn that okay. into an nfl roster spot or are you looking at it like no i was once an nfl starter i refuse to go and play in that league okay. it's, really, it's great quote unquote beneath
1: okay. me so if two to three years mm-hmm. okay i i'll go to xfl go to canada but after about two to three years it's time to get a job bro okay and, and then i'm expecting you i'm expecting Keon. i'm expecting uh, uh, Manderville, Ali, Bonnie, to look at me and say, "Bro, this ain't it." Okay. You know how many dudes come in this facility every day, and they like, "Bro, I got dude. We got dudes training here. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't got a snap. They ain't got one lick of film, and it's been five, six years." But that
3: my point, and, film.
1: And, and game know, film I can I know. come from the XFL, from the U that's like the
3: perfect well, solution hold on, hold on. to get time game up, film up. and
1: real game experience. Right. We got we had we got one guy here that's been in the bouncing around from Canada to XFL, USFL for four or five years. They don't make no money. you keep but training. Cal need the money. And I I had to pull him in the office. I'm like, bruh bruh. Right. What we doing?
3: I know, but in the situation of Colin Kaepernick, he doesn't need the money. He has these NFL money. He has Nike yeah. money. He has his hands in so many other endeavors post-NFL career that if it's strictly just to show the world that he is still able to play at a high level and he's not starving, th- th- I feel like it's the perfect situation to showcase that. So I'm having a hard time understanding why okay. that's never been and and an option on on his radar right
1: you know i i listen i i hear you and i agree i you know the what you know my last point is is this um i don't think it's about the physical i cuz you're right like you go two super bowls ago we were when the super bowl was in LA mm-hmm. we went to a series xm event shout out to series xm faction talk channel 103 and all the people listening and rocking with us right now and so we're at this event, and Brett Favre's there. Kevin Hart. Everybody's in the back. LL Cool J. I go up to Brett Favre. Like, Man, take this football. Hit me. You know. You know. It's old, old, old Favre. It's like we still think we got it. I'm out there running the slab, about to pull a hammy and shit. Brett Favre out there like this, and bro, Brett Favre is damn near fifty and still can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. When you healthy, them boys can still throw the ball.
3: It's not about throwing it, but when you get hit, it's over. Correct.
1: You. That's, my, that's my point. So he worked out for the Raiders. The NFL put together a workout for him. We seen the footage of him throwing to NFL players just two summers ago. He was throwing to us, go watch the whole video. We got a whole thing, he has a whole thing of him throwing the ball. The stuff that we love, Justin Fields and Zach Wilsons of the world, when they're doing their pro days, they're rolling right and they gotta keep a right, keep a left, and then they throw it off their back foot 70 yards and throw it on a dime on a post. Mm-hmm. He was doing that. I personally chased him down. I, the last play, well, I said, let now. me see if you still. No, no, no. I mean, you, know, you might be I might be, But I, I'm faster than all these DNs in the league, okay, I'll except give you that. Michael Parsons. I'll give you that. <laughs> but the last play, I said, you know what, Cap? I want to see if you can still run. Because we know you can throw, but is that the same? Are you still the same Cap? And then I put my little nephew on him, right? Or mm-hmm. who's in college, wide receiver, who's faster than me. Mm-hmm. And I said, we both going to chase you. We couldn't catch him. We couldn't catch him.
3: Well, we're going to move on, so but a, I know we have that answer to the question, the clip, um, so we'll play that quickly. I don't in think and we, we have it. Do we have that? No, we oh, don't, we have, don't have that. Okay, it so It was we'll a go- whole
1: show. They said it ain't no clip. It's a whole show.
3: <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and move on from one quarterback to another. Josh Dobbs wants you to put some respect on his name. Okay, so Josh Dobbs has been having a moment with the Arizona Cardinals, and on Saturday afternoon, he visited the team store and innocently tried to purchase a jersey for a family member. You know, he is the starting quarterback after all. But there was just one major problem. It didn't exist. Look at this.
5: <laughs> Yo, Josh Ops here. All right, I'm in the team store for the Cardinals trying to get a jersey for my fans. Check this out. So I walk over here to get a jersey made. Boom. Adult. Then I go large. Next. Then I go. Select from roster, okay. Next, and guess what? Your boy is nowhere to be found. You got all the numbers and no number nine. Like yo, I know I just got yo, here, bro. Actually, I love no, this dude. Yo. Custom jersey, already, yeah. Boy. Well,
3: listen, your boy out. he couldn't get his jersey. Has that? Well, I mean, has that ever happened to you? Probably not, right? Maybe at, like, later – maybe in New Orleans because you get a New they, Orleans jersey no, at
1: the team well, store. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I had a little cup of tea there, but, you know, you know what I'm saying, my jersey's sell sellout. You know what I'm saying? There was times where I was top ten, you know what I'm what
3: saying. What about once, when you were in the Giants? Can
1: you get at the team store? Yeah, you know, the Giants. Yeah, the, the last three cup of tees that I had, Giants for six They were six like, we games. got to go
3: put this in the store because he might for, not for be here much games. longer. So.
1: <laughs> in the, no, I didn't even dress up when I was in Anolia. That was four games, four weeks. Uh, they probably didn't even nah, – Nah, they probably nah, say, "You know what? We're
3: not even gonna make this. You it's know not what? even worth it.
1: If I see <laughs> anybody right now can send me in, and it gotta be uh, authentic, right? Can't be because you can get stuff made. Mm-hmm. Right now, in the next, in the next twenty four hours, next twenty four hours, anybody that posts and send it in to us, a Giants Brandon Marshall jersey, a Seattle Seahawks Brandon Marshall jersey, a New Orleans Saints Brandon Marshall jersey, I'm giving them a thousand dollars. Ooh. Nah, let me, like, hold on, SEO. <laughs> team like, bro, we on a budget, bro. I'm going to give them $100. Because it might be 20 of them. Th- 20. <laughs> hey, we on a budget over here. <laughs> hey, new media. <laughs> new media. We need some friends to come. Ashley looked at me too like, boy, my I check better clear. <laughs> I thought
3: you were going to say 100 hundred, two hundred. 200
1: You said a 1000 I, I, I thought I was still in the lead. I thought I was still in the league. I thought I was still making $10 million a year, Ashley. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm living off of $400,000. The chat said no take
3: backs. Now you in deep. <laughs> now you in too deep.
1: Damn. Oh my wow. goodness! Yo, it's so funny. The whole team—we got people <laughs> over here. They know the situation. They are like, no, nigga. <laughs> no. Don't Keon said, "Yo, Keon, come here, Keon." Keon got it. Let him let you let it borrow
3: from Keon. Keon got it.
1: Keon, why you tell me no, bro? <laughs>
4: Man, when he said that, I said, hey Brian, let's not let's not go there now. You know what I'm saying? Like Can't say too much. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we trying to make it, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Someone said, nah, you said a thousand, you can't take it back now. Listen. Hey,
1: hey, all right. Well, look, I'm gonna send you the check. That check ain't gonna clear That's Oh what I'm my god. Right now, we entrepreneurship, but for real though. Look, I'll tell y'all this. I'm standing the paint. Mm-mm. I'm I bet it all. <laughs> I put it all in. I am athlete. Well, you feel me? Listen,
3: the Arizona Cardinals got wind of this situation and immediately (laughs) rectified it by that Saturday afternoon. And Josh Dobbs updated his fans with this video. So check this out.
5: Yo, all right, quick update, quick update. Guess what? The Cardinals, (laughs) they got your boy right. We are officially live in the team shop. Y'all take it easy on the Cardinals. I just got here a month ago, but we're official.
1: Let's get it. I love him. Ashley, I love him. You, we had the video from yesterday. I wish we, we shouldn't play that. That, that that video that you showed. He's
3: darting, yeah. Oh that was my funny. goodness!
1: Can we play that?
3: If we had, we should. I don't if, know if we still if have, we that have that, on standby, listen, but
1: listen, if y'all can, just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down the video where they they were throwing darts at him. He was dodging them. But I want to show you guys his personality, and the reason why I want to show you this video. If you didn't rock with us yesterday or Monday when Ashley uh, teed this video up. You got to get to know this guy. This guy's an NFL starter. In the, in the, he's a starter in the NFL, right? And this is a big deal because why they have Kyler Murray? They just gave Kyler Murray what, like a hundred something million guarantee? They did. So I'm not saying that he's going to replace Kyler Murray. I'm not saying that he'll be the hit, the, 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 the QB one for mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals. But what he's doing right now is similar to what Geno Smith was doing last year. Okay, Mm -hmm. and what happened? He went out there after nine years, ten years, just being like, or eight years in the league, Mm -hmm. being a backup guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, he get his opportunity in Seattle, replaces Russell Wilson, the most winning yards, most winningest quarterback quarterback through ten years, years. and he goes out there and and he was one of the most efficient quarterbacks, top three all year, and he landed himself a really nice deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, could this potentially be Josh Dobbs, ninth in? uh in qb rating 10th in qbr fourth in completion percentage
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they they're, they're surprising some teams
3: they are get
1: to know this kid this kid do we have that video we have no? the
3: video this is brandon's here we go
1: on a bulletin board i'm throwing darts at Cards. <laughs> hey yo fan favorite
3: I, this is my new, what is it? And not, is only it only man that, crush? not only that, I, I, I've I liked Josh Jobs since he was in college. I also, he's extremely smart. I mean, <clears> he <throat> has a degree in like aerospace engineering or something like that. Like when his football really? career is over, he can go work for Nassau. Like he's extremely smart. Um, so he's talented athletically, but I think that, you know, he has a very lucrative life and career for him set once he walks away from the game the man is intelligent so is there
1: is there any uh award that he could potentially be up for he can't be up for comeback player of the year because he never like did anything
3: i don't know but i think that gino
1: won it last year but g because gino what didn't gino win it like he we got to give him if he continues this ashley we yeah. got to give him something
3: We shall see. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on Josh Dobbs. It seems like he is there to stay at QB1. You know, it was reported before the season started that the Cardinals were going to go back and forth week to week with different quarterbacks, but it seems like they are riding the Josh Dobbs train, and you can understand why he's doing a pretty pretty decent job so we're gonna move on not too far from arizona is new mexico and <clears throat> rivalries are one thing but this is just kind of disgusting okay so new mexico state quarterback diego pavia was allegedly caught peeing on new mexico's logo inside their practice facility he was recorded while <clears throat> doing it by a friend and the video ended up being leaked no pun intended now, KOB4 caught up with an Albuquerque resident who was not at all pleased with the decision. He said, you're supposed to represent the school that you're playing for. You're a Division One athlete. You're not supposed to just be some hooligan. So we have the the report, the video here, with the image of, cut him? of what he did. So check this out.
0: This video appears to show New Mexico State University's starting quarterback peeing on a Lobo logo. This is inside the University of New Mexico's indoor practice facility. Someone is recording the video, which KOB4 got a hold of recently. He gives a middle finger to another Lobo logo while they're at it. This appears to be Diego Pavia. The junior NMSU quarterback is from Albuquerque. He played for Volcano Vista High School, and then New Mexico Military Institute before becoming an Aggie. People in Albuquerque were not happy when we showed them what he did.
2: You're supposed to represent the school that you're playing for, you're a Division One athlete. You're not just supposed to be, you know, some hooligan.
3: That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, that's, it's just gross.
1: I mean, what y'all think happens on a college campus? Like, you know what I mean? He just he just got caught. He got caught. He got caught like I see some disgusting stuff from frat boys and football players, basketball players, regular students. Who who was filming him? How did this get out? That's that that's that's the conversation. How you let your homie leak the stuff?
3: Well, listen, it says that, you know, he was urinating on a rival's logo and In the clip, um, the person recording can be heard saying, yeah, 10, which is his number, F them. Um, Now, a spokesperson for the Aggie said that, quote, any information regarding the potential discipline of a student would be protected under federal privacy laws. So they're looking for, um, I guess, you know, somebody to rat them out. But head coach Tim Beck appeared to confirm the suspicions of the situation during a press conference on Tuesday. And he said, quote, you have high expectations for all of your players, and so, again, we're disappointed in his actions, disappointed in what happened, but we will handle it internally and we'll move forward. So he was peeing on a Rivals logo.
1: Right, I mean... But,
3: I, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's going
1: to end up in a suspension. mm -hmm. That's what will end up happening. Um, Look, um... Once in high school, I toilet paper Winter Springs High School.
3: Okay, what well, TPing, it's called TPing. TPing, that's what i TPing is? is different than like peeing I know. on something I know. or someone.
1: That's crazy, you know that's what TPing is. I, I, I've TP'd before. Who? Somebody's house?
3: Yeah, like in the school. kids huh? yeah, TP'd cars. Right, yeah. Yeah, egged cars, yeah. egged houses. Yeah. We, we,
1: felt, we felt good about it too. It was like one of our rivalries uh, Lake How High School versus Winter Springs. And we go out, oh, yeah, two in the morning. We don't go over there, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, I, hey, Winter Park, You know, it's. I went from Pittsburgh, where we were, we had one white family in the neighborhood, and I feel so bad for that for that kid. He used to we they used to, they they used to run them home, and, and then when I moved to Florida, we were like the only we were two, we were one of two black families hey, in the whole neighborhood. One thing
3: about them tables, they always turn. They so. turn.
1: And and so I say that because, you know, now I'm on that. Like, we're going to eat after supper. Okay, Johnny, Maddie, After supper, we're going to go. We're going to meet up at 2 a.m. And we're going to go TP Winter Springs. (laughs) We were all like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) So we out there. We had a good time. The whole school. We felt good about it. Man, three days later, Friday night, them lights came on. Them boys beat us 45 to zero. It was like uh, the Dolphins versus uh, the, the Broncos. Boy, they beat us so bad. They're I playing. know in
3: high school once we did the the forks in the in the football field. Forks? I yeah, you stick that. the forks in the football field so when you go out in gym class, like, you can't use the field to, like... Do like, forks
1: everywhere? Forks all up in
3: the field. So, like, it's like you can't go out there and do stuff. So we did that. <laughs> um... Yeah, like plastic like, like plastic, like like plastic, little spork things yeah, yeah. that they you just stick them in the grass so that when you try to go out in the morning and they try to cut the grass and stuff, like they can't so do y'all, it. So y'all, y'all covered like the whole whole football field. So how many people went out there? Everybody from the senior class was out there sticking forks in that joint. Like it was, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've we what else did we do? Um, oh, water balloons in the hallway. So that you couldn't walk through the hallway without stepping on a balloon and it bursting in the hallway. Like the whole hallway, the, ho- the like, certain, like a certain hallway. So like the science lab hallway or like right. wherever you throw cool. water balloons, like roll them down there so that nobody could maneuver through the hallway right. without stepping on them. We did a lot of stuff in high school. What high school you went to? I went to, a, I, I don't want to put myself on blast because if if I've never gotten caught for those activities. So well, I wasn't. I didn't do them. It was just people did them. What, what, what is it called <laughs> it's like
1: seven years you're seven years removed from your crime it's not due process no what is it called statue of limitations yes there you go well, I, good. Good. I ain't putting
3: myself on blast i didn't do it i was just a witness listen steph curry and the s is for sand dune because basketball season is right around the corner but steph curry but for steph curry rather it looks like it's already begun now as you know I keep saying, now I'm saying football. Basketball season <laughs> is right around the corner, and Steph Curry is in Dubai with his wife, Aisha, enjoying one last vacation before the season grind begins. But for the four-time NBA champion, the work never stops because he is getting in one hell of a workout. Check this out.
4: He cut himself. Go!
0: Go!
3: Oh, I mean, that's crazy. First of all, running in sand in general is hard as hell. Running uphill in sand is Listen, crazy. Sand
1: dunes like that? Why he running like that, though? Like, you see him running like that? Like, why what he, do you mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Seeing basketball players running just be weird. But that's dope. Um, you got to find a way. He's um, training. You got to find a way to train. You got to stay, stay in shape. I've seen players travel the world, do some cool things. This was a dope scene. Ashley.
3: Somebody said Brandon should TP Josh McDaniel's car.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I saw something. (laughs) I saw something last night. Would you
3: TP his car?
1: No, I'm over him. (laughs) I I mean, it's like he's about to get fired. It's about to be a wrap. I I mean, I'm not trying to kick a man while he's down. (laughs) But they have, like, the betting odds on who's going to get fired first, and he was one, and I think um, the Bears head coach was two. And third was Brandon Staley, I believe. Well, your guy, you don't like him. But then you also said they're going to win in spite of him. In spite of him.
3: Yeah. So, well, listen, we have the ultimate jersey exchange. I mean, put this in the Jersey Exchange Hall of Fame because yesterday on Instagram, Jamie Foxx shared that he gave Michael Vick a Willie Beeman jersey, the character he portrayed in any given Sunday, which is one of my favorite football movies, sports movies of all time. I mean, this is dope. Like, this is very, very cool. This photo went viral. Um, probably one of Jamie Foxx's greatest characters that he's ever played. Have you ever seen that movie? Of
1: course. Just making sure, because there <laughs> are some Willie Yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually, I don't remember, like, uh, all the top scenes, but I definitely <laughs> watched it. Um, but it's not a top... There you go. Willie Beeman. Who's that? Uh, that's Young Thug?
3: That is not Young Thug. Are yeah, you crazy? Boy, but well,
1: Young Thug don't age. That dude, like...
3: That is not
1: Young Thug. That ain't Young Thug? No, that's not Young Thug. Oh, my God. This ain't the top five. Listen, first off, shout out to Mike Vick. You know, (laughs) Mike Vick is one of those dudes, right? Like, everybody, culture, 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 and, you know, comfortable being themselves. Like, he was him, the Allen Iversons of the world. They were that. And he doesn't switch up. Uh, A couple nights ago, I think it was Monday Night Football, Kamish. Curtis Martin, then Michael Vick was all sitting in the suite. Curtis Martin all suited and booted. Commission was a little casual. And then you had Mike Vick sitting there with his uh his 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 fitted cap just always on brand. Like, love Michael Vick and it's it's just like it's a beautiful thing to see somebody rebound, right? Like we like to we like to see our heroes fall, but to see Mike Vick rebound. And just all over the place is phenomenal. Excuse me. It's can like you, Allen Iverson? Can
3: you me. put that video uh, the photo back up for a second? Not the you one of the Jersey exchange. No, that's not. First of all, I want to see uh-huh. it with uh, Jamie Foxx drinking the smoothie in any given Sunday. Because What's I just feel like that doesn't even look like Young Thug. Yes,
1: yeah, so that it, What?
3: Does it? Can Keyon, we get the, can that, we get look that, look that like photo back thug? up? That look like Young Thug to you? Yeah, I feel we, like it well, looks more there's like a photo. Gunna than Young Thug. That looks like Gunna.
1: Gunner, no
3: like a skinny gunner, yeah it does
1: hold on let's see
3: that don't look like a, a skinny gunner to you that look like a
1: skinny gunna.
3: i don't think and that's j cole and already that's skinny Jay cole, Jay cole that is, is the, not okay you wildin'. that is not j cole, Jay cole right there.
1: There. <laughs>
3: oh my god i can't listen
1: or what's the little uh that look that's no let me let's move on <laughs> <laughs>
3: let's not let's not get in trouble here brandon
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed
2: Click it or ticket paid for by NHTSA.
3: Okay, listen, Kevin Kevin Hart and Deuce Tatum might be, I don't know, twinsies. Because while appearing on Kevin Hart's Cold as Balls podcast, Boston Celtics superstar Jason Tatum brought a special gift for the famous 76ers fan, a Celtics jersey. Except this particular jersey belonged to his son, Deuce. For and well, Kevin Hart tried it on and, <laughs> I mean, look for yourself. <laughs>
1: I got a surprise for you, a little gift. This is my son's jersey, but they told me it might fit. And I know how much you love the Celtics. Just try it for hey, me. please. come on, man. This is how I get Deuce dressed in the morning. Hey, give me the goddamn jersey.
2: I knew it would fit. Look good on you, too. and actually don't fit bad. <laughs> It's like a two, it's a 2T. Something like that. Deuce on the back. Right. Shouts out the Deuce. Thank you. I'm not going to
1: disrespect it. <laughs> perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. Yo, that dude said, this is how I get Deuce dressed in the morning. That was hilarious. Kevin Hart, what do you say? It's a 2T?
3: He said, what size is this? 2T? <laughs> Yo, Kevin perfect Hart.
1: Perfect fit. Ke- Kevin Hart, man. Like, we just talked about Michael Vick. You know, I guess this is Flowers Day, Crown Day, but... It's just too easy for him. It's just too easy for him. He's so funny, he's so good, man. I love it. Have you watched that coldest balls? I've seen series? like
3: I've seen like clips of it. Yeah, like when they're in the ice, the ice tub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen the ice bath rather. But that's just Give It's me, funny to me that like he actually like fit that jersey.
1: Top 3 comedians in the game right now.
3: Oh, Dave Chappelle's number 1.
1: he re-surgence, resurgence, um. resurgence.
3: I don't know that many comedians. I put Kevin Hart in there, obviously.
1: Really? Okay.
3: I feel like... I mean, his stand-up's not that funny to me anymore, but, like, I just... For just overall success from stand-up... Yeah, content. Just, like, I put him in there. Mm. Um.
1: Ch- Chappelle is just... A, a Chappelle's a league
3: of his own. Like, he's like the LeBron.
1: It's life. almost as if, like, Dave Chappelle... It's not even comedy. He's, like, a politician. He is... It's like he's starting these conversations. He's using comedy. Well, we know that. That's what he does, right? Like, he's using yeah. comedy to have, like, some real conversations that need to be had but are so uncomfortable.
3: Yeah. And he does it in a way that just is entertaining. And, yeah, I like it. I mean, some people said Chris Rock. probably No. So for, and top I don't three? Know. I don't know. He I don't had know a he... little
1: moment after the slap. Like, he did his little little thing. Not no. a moment He'd after the slap. He'd Jesus. He's been done. All right, moving I on here. People really rock with Chris Rock like that. I My parents heard.
3: love Chris Rock as a comedian.
1: Oh, I got Mr. Jim. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I don't what? know if they
3: still like him, but back in the day, Chris Rock's stand up was like bomb.
1: He was interesting. He was interesting, but he never was, you know. Christy Yo said, Chris Rock top five. No, Eddie Murphy was dope. Um, uh, Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. um, oh. Bernie Mac,
3: Bernie Mac. But These are
1: all time now. Um,
3: Cat Williams had a moment, hilarious. Cat, Cat,
1: Cat, Cat Williams actually is better than Chris Rock now. Cat Williams is still it depends on
3: what your kind of comedic liking is. Yeah, pimping, pimping, pimping. All right, <laughs> listen. Tyreek Hill has interesting post NFL career plans. Earlier this year, the Super Bowl champion announced his plans to retire from football after the twenty twenty five season. Well, it seems we now know what the cheetah plans on doing in retirement. Roll it.
2: What is going
3: on? <laughs> he um
2: You doing? You going to be all over, huh? You going to be on TV, everything. Huh? Nah, when I retire, bro,
1: I really want to be a porn star, though, bro. Like, dead serious.
3: <laughs> Tyreek Hill wants to go into porn post retirement. Um Brandon.
1: Yay or nay? I don't get it. Tyreek Hill knows what he wants to do after he retires. What like? What? I want
3: to retire. When I retire, I really want to be a porn
1: star. I don't. I don't get it. That's what he wants to do. I'm, I'm just saying what I don't get is why did he say it?
0: Like
3: they what? were asking him about his post-retirement plans. He did say right. that he wants to retire after 2025 season. That's what he said. Don't know if he'll stick to that. And he said that he wants to go into porn after that. This
1: is what I would say. Um, sorry, I know this is supposed to be funny. But um, I'm gonna sit down with Tyreek soon, mm-hmm. and when I and, and that's one of my first questions. Like, I want like, who are you outside of the show, right? Because that's what I'm saying. Like, why 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 did he say it? You know what I mean? Like, I want to know t- take that away. Like, you know, boom. I'm I'm you know trying to be Mr. Na- not saying trying to be Mr. Beast, but he does a lot of YouTube content. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of social content, right? He's funny. He always has these sound bites. Reminds me a lot of like Ocho Cinco, right? Mm-hmm. Like that blueprint. Take that away. Who are you? I want to have that type of conversation. So, do you
3: not him. like his post career, post NFL career?
1: Well, I mean, it did make me laugh. No, I don't it's not supposed it. to be
3: funny. Do you? Do you? You know? It
1: it, can do you believe just, it? Just no, I don't believe it. He ain't No, he ain't do about you, to do that. Would,
3: would would you look down on it if you went into porn post NFL?
1: Yeah, I don't. I've never watched porn in my life, so I don't know like the business around it. I don't know. <laughs> 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 what, what
3: Kiyos me? says you' lying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> what did you say?
1: <laughs> the business behind, it. <laughs> the business behind it. <laughs> Yeah, I need to know the He ain't buying what you selling, Can bro. Can he make money doing it? Like <laughs>
3: Tyreek Hill porn. I mean, think about it. Like, what? hold on. It
1: beats fast. The cheetah. Just in terms, just cheetah. in terms of the, the marketing behind it. Think, again. think
3: of the marketing behind it. His nickname's the cheetah. Like. Just think about like the marketing I don't, side alone. I can't connect
1: it. I can't connect the dots okay. like well. so cheetah and like gimme give, give me the I mean I would not I can't it, give it. you Branded. the I
3: can't brand it, but Tyree Hill going into porn alone would sell it. But itself. you said
1: Cheetah. You you highlighted his nickname Cheetah, so give me a, like a headline, give cheetah me some type fast. of caption. Right. Two minutes with cheetah. (laughs) Two
3: Two minutes. (laughs) Two minutes. Two minute drill with the cheetah.
1: (laughs) The quickest of them all. The cheetah.
3: (laughs) Two minute drill with the cheetah. Two minute drill with the cheetah.
1: Cheetah chumps again.
3: <laughs> uh, keep
1: going, Ashley. Come on. Come on keep going. <laughs> Another one. Someone said fast
3: pumps cheetah. By, uh, I don't like uh, cheetah beta. Oh, cheetah beta. Okay, I get that. Uh, <laughs> cheetah beta. All right, well, speaking of the cheetah, he had a Brandon Marshall moment on the sidelines of Cheetah e-
1: feeder. He got a foot uh, fetish. Foot fe- fetish. Cheetah feeder.
3: Mm. Hey, you know what? this is interesting that's what I said the, the marketing is behind it
1: alone because there's a through line there's a story that you can follow like, <laughs> someone said oh, two is cheetah cheetah is crazy, crazy. <laughs> I kind of I like it
3: listen well speaking of the cheetah he had a Brandon Marshall moment on the sidelines of the Dolphins what? Broncos game because the video from NFL Films circulating the internet right now has Tyreek trying to pronounce the word camaraderie check this <laughs> out <laughs> y'all
2: ain't got that
4: camaraderie <laughs> that what like camaraderie. camaraderie. Oh, <laughs> camaraderie. Hey, bro,
1: you, that's why. I, no, that's why I like this guy, bro, that's,
2: that's why I like
4: y'all, boys, bro. Appreciate that, that
3: guy. <laughs> Let's run that one more time. One more time come, for the folks. Com- ro- come, what'd he say?
4: Y'all ain't got that camaraderie. <laughs> that what?
0: That camaraderie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> camaraderie.
4: Oh, <laughs> camaraderie. Hey, bro, you, that's why. I, no, that's why I like this guy, bro. That's, that's why that, I bro. like y'all, boys, bro. Appreciate that's that guy. Hearing
3: that reminded me of Brandon trying to pronounce Colorado, (laughs) trying to pronounce Jaguars, trying to pronounce uh, Gravitas, (laughs) trying to, I mean, the list, we should just have a list of words running on this show that Brandon Marshall can't pronounce.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of them. You know what, (laughs) Ashley? Think about it. There's a lot of words that I chop up. A lot. How the hell did I make it into this business? (laughs) You know how? because I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And I stay away from words like that. Even, that's a big word in ball, camaraderie. Camaraderie. I had to really focus. I'm (laughs) like Cheetah, camaraderie, right? So in (laughs) post-game interviews of, you know, I wanted to use that word, I wouldn't use that word. No, the team came together. (laughs) <laughs> I like the energy around the team the team came together <laughs> it's galvanized <laughs> we galvanized <laughs> it's a vibe right now camaraderie I'm with you Cheetah in the chat wants to hear you say Colorado 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 <laughs> Colorado 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 How you Co- said? Colorado. Colorado.
3: and Jaguars Jaguar no not Jaguar. Jaguars
1: that is not it Jaguars Keon say Jaguar Jaguar. See? You jaguar. said Jaguar. What did I say?
3: Jaguar. And when you say Jag-wired. peers, it sounds like you're saying pears. Pears. Shout out to all the peers.
1: Pears. Shout out to the peers. Your peers. <laughs> Your peers, peers,
3: peers.
1: Hey, listen, listen, Linda. Throw my video up there. <laughs> listen, Linda. Listen, Linda.
3: <laughs> listen. All
1: right, come on. we don't have to throw it up. We can move on.
3: All right, listen. Geno Smith is the ultimate leader. Listen, Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith famously told the NFL world, "They tried to write me off, but I didn't write back." And it seems he applies that same ideology and philosophy to leading his teammates. A video of his pep talk to the rookie Jackson Smith Najigba um, has gone viral on social media. And in the video, the QB is heard telling number 11, hey, whatever happened, it's on me. It ain't ever on you. I need you to get the ball. Check this out.
4: Hey, I need you. I need you in the second half. I need you locked in. Hey, look, whatever happened, it's on me. It ain't, on, it ain't never on you. And you got to get the ball so i got to find you all right but i need you to give me your best this second half all right come on come on come on come on, come on. oh hey let's go
1: let's go you the best you the best let's go come on
3: now the seahawks would go on the seahawks would go on to win that game against the carolina panthers Blew them boys out. um so I mean, this is this is really dope to see Brandon because I know you tell the story often about when you guys were on the Jets together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wasn't the most mature.
1: He was my roommate. He
3: was your roommate, but he also had a lot of growing up to do. So right. seeing him in this position now, years later, leading the Seahawks, <clears throat> um, it it just shows his growth, not only as a as a player, as a man, but yeah. as a leader.
1: Listen. <clears throat> I'm not surprised by this. Uh, I don't believe that everyone can lead. Uh, I do believe that there's leaders that need development and uh, everything that Gino just did mm-hmm. okay, this past Sunday is what he was doing. we was on the jets. Mm-hmm. He's always been that guy. Mm-hmm. The problem for Gino back then was, his other actions didn't match up. So that's why he lost the credibility and dudes went and followed. Meaning like, are you the first one in? Or are you the last one out? Right? Are you, what are you doing at 12, 1 in the morning? Right? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, are you acting like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning in your own way? You don't got to be like them. Or are you acting like future? You know what no, I'm saying?
3: Not future. Meaning okay. like,
1: you know, there's a difference between an athlete and an artist. Like there's, there's some things that we can't do. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So, Gino always had this. Even that little thing right there, how he grab your head and do that. I did that several times with G. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm not surprised. What we what we're witnessing is the maturation process of a man of a leader, right? And that's very beautiful. I'm so happy for Gino. Um, yeah, and and I was hard on him, like I, I, I you know, and I, like you said, very public. It is what it is, because that's what somebody did for me to to get it. Like, I love you enough to tell you, like, nah, bro, you got to act like a CEO. You know how many books I didn't pass this dude? Like, look, Mm -hmm. read good to great, read built to last. You got to operate like a CEO. What are we doing in here? Why is the kitchen like this, bro? Did you make your bid, bro? You know what I'm saying? It's the little things. It's the details. So I'm happy for him because he's finally putting it all together on the field and off the field. And um, it's beautiful, and that's why he's well, taking it. Well, I all. mean,
3: the Seahawks right now are second in the NFC West. They beat um, the Lions on the 17th. They lost to the Rams on the 10th, but they beat the Seahawks um, last week. They faced the Giants on Monday Night Football. So right now they're sitting at 2-1. and one. Um, You know, when Geno got to the Seahawks, you know, it was – intended at least the way it initially presented itself to be what i like to call a transition quarterback you know it's not your franchise guy it's the guy that's going to kind of lead you through you know the trials and tribulations until you find that guy but i mean seeing videos like this and seeing how the rooks respond to them he they went on to win that football game not even by a little but by a lot 10.
1: right so
3: you know you know you speak about russell wilson or if you let his teammates tell it, you know, there was always, there seemed to some, at some point, be a disconnect between Russell Wilson and his teammates in Seattle. At least that's the story that we have been given. Geno seems to be connecting with these guys yeah. on a different level and not even just singling Russell Wilson out. Matthew Stafford made it clear that he was having, a, his wife did rather, right. that he was having a hard time connecting to some of his guys. But Geno seems to have that situation down packed. So if you're Pete Carroll and you're the Seahawks organization, are you now thinking long-term with Geno Smith and thinking that this could be the quarterback that you need if you get the pieces that you need around him and and fill in the gaps on defense and the other holes within the the team, the roster? Do you now have more faith every time he wins, every time you see videos like this, that he could be your guy, that maybe you don't need to draft a quarterback?
1: (laughs) That's right. So, Ashley, while you were saying that, I looked up the Geno Smith contract. I think – Listen, I thought this was a a fair deal this past offseason. He went out there Mm -hmm. uh, last year and balled out. Mm -hmm. You know, he was, for like the first 10 weeks, he was like the most efficient quarterback. It was something crazy. He won a crazy run. And they rewarded him for it. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that Geno could potentially demand a better contract, a bigger contract, but they didn't. They're like, you know what? We believe in you. Mm -hmm. You are a guy. But... But we need to see it a little bit more. We're going to give you just enough, right? And so they gave him a three-year contract worth $105 million. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. So um, it was $40 million in overall guarantees. Mm-hmm. So they gave him a deal that's like, yo, we believe in you. And, and you know, to get the bigger one mm-hmm. where you're averaging $40, 45000000 a year, you know, maybe do it another two years, right? And I think that's what will happen. I, I think they're totally uh, – oh, uh, removed from looking at any quarterbacks in the draft oh wow okay it he ha- he has to flame out he has to totally like crash and burn
3: but do you think that they still entertain maybe not a first rounder but a quarterback uh, just in general because Gino is in his 30s
1: all right so let's look at how old you, Gino Smith is I think is. he's Before 33 answer, right it, let me let me see no, that's too old for him. No, Geno Smith age. Boom, popped up right there. Geno, oh, you're right. He's thirty-two. Okay, so it's close. So he's thirty-two. So it depends. Ashley. like he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear. Remember, mm-hmm. you know, he sat on the bench and he backed up. You know, Russell Wilson. He backed up Eli Manning. He backed up. Was it Justin Herbert? Because he, he, I think he was with the Chargers as well.
3: Yes, remember with the that's the whole situation. Oh no, no right, that was Tyrod Ty- Taylor. Ty- 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 no, Taylor. Not he not was somewhere
1: day. in L.A. He had a year there, so he's been a backup. Um, you know, we're seeing uh, quarterbacks play Kirk Cousins is 35, Russell Wilson's 34, Aaron Rodgers is turning 40. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen quarterbacks play well into what, well, you know, well into their late 30s. Can Geno Smith potentially be that? Yes. So, it, I can see them bringing in a quarterback maybe in a third, fourth round mm-hmm. to see if they can sit for a couple years while they're waiting to see what Geno Smith is going to continue to do. Mhm. But I don't see them going out there saying like we got to go replace Geno, because you don't solve you don't don't solve that problem now. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go get it. You know, use your first round, second round, third round picks to build around him right. to go get that that Legion of Boom back. Right. I don't see them doing that, Ashley.
3: Well, we're gonna see how Geno does Monday Night Football against the New Jersey Football Giants. Um, mm. And speaking of the NFC East, the Cowboys are worried about their exes because. Why not add more shit to the Cowboys' shitstorm? That's just how we do things. Um, per ESPN's Todd Archer, the Dallas Cowboys are worried about the Patriots learning their signals ahead of the week game. Now, the Cowboys obviously lost Ezekiel Elliott and he is now a New England Patriot, but also the team signed QB Will Greer last week, who also had a stint with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Patriots, Patriots offensive coordinator said, quote, we know Will knows where a lot of the bones are buried. We know Zeke does as well. I'm sure Greer is being interrogated as we speak. Now, it is important to note that asking players about signals of their former teams is not cheating. It's a normal practice in the NFL, so nothing, you know, conspicuous is going on here. But um Can't wait.
1: <laughs> I am
3: thrilled. <laughs> listen,
1: I know I know you're looking like, "Man, we 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 don't Just, need I any really more don't need this stress. challenges for the Cowboys." I don't. Look, here, here's something also to highlight. I miss you, C. Not only is it not illegal or, you know, cheating Um, teams actually bring in players, you know, during big games for a week, just Mm -hmm. to get the download. Right. So check it. The Patriots can go sign that backup quarterback that they cut Mm -hmm. that's sitting on the streets for practice squad, just to come in and put them in a room and say, yo, um, give me, let's go through all the hand signals. Right. Oh, let's go through all their, their two minute. What are they doing for four minutes? Right. And so this you got this. You got these these kids coming in thinking that, oh, shoot, I got I just got pra- picked up off. A spy. the street. You're a mole. Yeah. But they're coming. Just give me the download. So
3: you basically just you a mole. That's right. Got it.
1: So here here's the situation here. And this is, you know, some let's let's talk a little football. Let's nerd out a little bit. Um, <clears throat> coach McCarthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Your Dallas Cowboys for now. <laughs> right you, oh okay I like it oh what'd that mean
3: for now okay. <laughs> All
1: right. um, it's called so manifestation coach McCarthy uh, go, let's go to Appleton Wisconsin he was there what 12-13 thir- years I don't know how long he was there uh, but he had Aaron Rodgers and they ran uh, a particular type of Offense, mm-hmm. right? Uh, was hand signal. offense right there's the west well hand signal and a lot of adjustments aaron Rodgers go to the line and aaron Rodgers can go out there and say okay we got two by two i'm seeing what the defense is doing oh let's go here spider 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 here's a signal uh web 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 how do i know that
3: omaha no it's ask me, me how i
1: know that ashley
3: um, how do you know that Brandon? I
1: know that because I played for the New York football Giants Ashley in 2017 and guess who was the head coach? Ben McAdoo Ooh. Do you know where Ben McAdoo was Green Bay? He was in Green Bay Ashley So guess what this same offense that McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers been running since? 2008 and nine is the same one that Ben McAdoo was running with the Giants. And when I got there, why was it so easy to stop us? Why was why why has it been so easy at times? Well, less last year to stop like the you know the Cowboys? Because it's the same thing. Just listen to it. You might even hear them do this or say Spider, 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 Web, Web, Web. Mm-hmm. Right? And all but that why e- don't
3: they change their uh, don't a lot of teams change their calls for this very reason?
1: Hey, listen, not all coaches are smart.
3: Oh cuz I would think like you would change exactly. your calls against a team that knows your calls. It kind of seems self-explanatory. Well,
1: let's 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 learn out a little bit more. Okay. Let's learn out a little bit more. And, and 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 Peyton and Tom Brady like they changed a lot of rules and they 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 lobby for a lot of stuff but and and I don't know what they changed here but and we would we're not only watching all 22 or our film that we shot, our our film department shot. Mm-hmm. We'll go back and watch the live broadcast. Why? Mm. Because we're getting the audio. I'm watching ESPN Monday Night Football, and I'm seeing, like, you're hearing... Omaha, Omaha, we all know that, Omaha, right? Because we heard Peyton Manning, what does that mean? Omaha, Omaha, blue goat, oh, shoot, nobody went. Okay, so okay, that's their little dummy call. Omaha, Omaha, blue goat, then they went on the second time. But what did he give? Web, 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 right, let's go dragon, let's go lion, and you, the, the signals. So when we're sitting there on a Wednesday and Thursday watching film, we're watching that, okay, shoot, when he said Omaha, Omaha, blue go, what happened? Where was everybody at? Then when he said Omaha, Omaha, blue go, what happened the second time? But he also said, you know, dragon, lion. So when they, when when he when he said hike, what did they do? This these two ran slant. This one went to the flat. This one mm. did this. Boom, boom, boom. So now when we out there, you hear dragon, 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 lion, dragon, lion. Now you see the defense of the, the defense. The safeties or the linebackers checking, check this, check that. Ba ba ba. It's chess. Right, and so the good players and the good coaches adjust, and some of them do the same thing for thirteen, fourteen years. And what do we call them, Ashley? Do you remember?
3: That's like in Colorado. Slow blinkers. That's like Colorado when when Dion goes Nicki Minaj. It's a fake. I know that one. What does what? Nicki Minaj. But for why Colorado, say fake though? What? You know.
1: No, Dion. When Dion calls Nicki Minaj, it's a fake. They, did they say uh, Britney Griner? Because you know they... they he, I don't know if they work. use
3: Britney Griner. You mean Britney Renner?
1: Britney Renner. I don't
3: yeah. know what that, but I know Nicki Minaj Who is, is Britney Renner? Was for she a fake? porn
1: star or was she just a social influencer? Like,
3: no, I think she was just an IG girl.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. No disrespect. But like, because <laughs> some think- people, like, like,
3: no, she just she but, just oh so okay. She just so no a lot disrespect, of athletes, no so disrespect. Let me bro. let me let me, me slow
1: porn. down. Yeah. Give me some sage, like I. Right, but I do I know. I if do I know. get if I get uh, what they call uh cancel cancel on YouTube, that's all bad. Give me some sage.
3: <laughs> I do know that Nicki Minaj Not is fine, is, fa- is means fake. I, I knew that. I I picked I picked up on that during the games. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. It's that's fake.
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. No, Dion, Dion, he going. You're going too far. Dion. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, going too far. What, okay, what do I mean, you have Ray- next, can we talk a little bit about Dion Sanders real quick? Like, can you give me uh, thirty seconds? Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Run all off. Right. Hold on. Let me think about real quick. Again, so like there are a lot of talk around Dion Sanders, right? Oregon blew him out. Um,
3: they're facing USC. They're facing on USC
1: on Saturday. We're all going to be watching. Um, it's so funny that 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 coach from Oregon, right? you know, and we already talked about this, but I just want to talk about it again, right? He's like, I, I hope those same people that was watching last week, when they the comeback week, everybody was up. If you're on the East Coast, we went to bed at what, two thirty, three 3 o'clock? 2.30 in
3: the morning over right? here. Right, we all watching. Mm-hmm. I want
1: those same people uh, uh, to watch this week. Listen, buddy, and this is, I'm talking to all the buddies out there. All
3: the buddies. <laughs> Listen, buddy,
1: we all watching. Let me tell you something. We are proud of Deion Sanders. Like, it ain't even about, we here, this ain't about just one game. This ain't just about one season. We are proud that Dion is walking in his purpose. We are proud that he's bringing a culture, and he is showing up as himself everywhere he go. The glasses ain't coming off. The language ain't changing, right? And so, yes, we are going to continue to watch. We coming. We coming. And all the five stars, Pause. all the five, yeah, yeah, okay, as you said, all the five stars, all the four stars, we coming, we come, the cultures coming, like we ain't that, That's How not we what we do. We not. Case. Oh, my my dog lost one game, and guess what? He might lose this week. They might lose three, four in a row. But guess what? We offset gonna keep coming. Pa- <laughs> Kawhi Leonard going to keep coming. <laughs> if we can pause the whole segment, pause the whole thing, okay? Who else was there? Who else was there? T.O. going to keep coming. I don't know why T.O. keep showing up everywhere. You what what? Master P. going to keep coming. Who else? Lil Wayne going to keep coming. Who? Mac gonna keep coming. Who else keep going? Uh, Gilly the Kid and Wallow gonna keep coming. Dipset gonna keep coming. Mason Cam gonna keep coming. <laughs> like, you know, they definitely gonna run this clip. Y'all <laughs> need I paused the whole segment, bro. You give me a pass, Keyon. Golly. Everybody coming, bro. The whole culture coming, bro. What y'all talking about? Dion, we love you and we proud of you. And you know we watching. Now come on the show in two, three weeks, Dion. We with (laughs) you. You see the strategy there? (laughs) You see the – I believe. (laughs) Give me my theme song. (laughs) Give me my theme music.
3: (laughs) Well, listen, the coach of Oregon did say, um, I think after the game or the next day, you know, he did speak about the game, but he also did give Dion his flowers and said what he's doing for – college football should be celebrated, mm. and it's great. we'll'll that, that? I'll go ahead and put that in the rundown tomorrow name? so we can go ahead and, and dissect that. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on it. Okay. It's Dan something or another, I think. Whatever. I'll put it in the rundown Dan tomorrow.
1: whatever from Oregon. We'll, we'll, we'll next dive into year, that. Next year, I'm going to put a request in to the Sanders family that they don't beat you 45-10, to 10, okay? They're not going to run up this score. They might be 35-10 to 10 next year.
3: Dan Lanning.
1: Because guess what? Next year, the oncoming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this.
3: Okay, All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and. Uh, gonna... yeah,
1: I really do need the sage. I like for real. Like I'm just like mm-hmm. these last three days. I interrupted you 20 times today. That's cool. We didn't got an argument on Monday.
3: That's cool. Today's Wednesday. It's Hump Day. We're in a we're in a better space. On are we saging for real?
1: I, I need it because I'm just like I'm at. What you, can't can you, be what revved are you up? Drinking?
3: Hennessy What's in the what's No. In this the?
1: is uh water H two O and some BCAAs. <laughs> Listen, hydration <laughs> is <laughs> critical. And and, and B C in a booth. Y'all got the video up there. Show the the control room if y'all got the control room, bro. You you know every time I drink my water, you don't got to go to another angle, right? Because I'm trying to tell the people. Your body is made up of 70% water, okay? If you're dehydrated, Ashley, did you know that your performance can decrease by 20, 25%? Hey
0: guys!
1: Woo woo! Can we hear y'all or nah? Y'all can't talk.
3: They can't, they don't have any words. Yeah,
1: you're right, because, no, keep it right there. Keep the video right there, because BC, we didn't gave you three opportunities <laughs> to come to the show, and every time he come on, BC be folding. BC, come on out. Come on. Uh, why come are you on, trying BC. to get him Let's move. see if he can do it. He be folding. <laughs> Bro, come on. Move. Can you take control? You got to go to, BC, be, make sure, make sure. Okay, you know how to do. You know how to work the, okay. Oh, my god. Come on. We're going to give you another opportunity. Come on, Ashley. Put him in a hot seat. And let's see if he can talk some basketball, some football, whatever. Let's see. Watch this.
3: Put him in the hot seat. Yeah, what on. do you want me to ask him?
1: Anything. I just want to see if he can deliver. All the stuff that he be talking <laughs> about before the show, after the show, it's amazing. Alright, I got one for you, okay, BC. Bet. I got on. one
3: for you, BC. Let's go. Sit down. Take the
1: headphones off, get comfortable.
3: <laughs> All right, we gotta talk a little, we gonna talk a little dame time. All right.
1: Dang time? It's Hold been on. let's be clear. This is your last opportunity, okay? <laughs> we can't keep doing this, okay? bro, show the people your personality, right, bruh. check this
3: out, BC. Damian Lillard, is he, we got about a week and a half before training camp starts. Right. Miami, Portland, Toronto. What's happening? Where is he going? Dame's going to end up in Miami, I think. You think? Why? Yeah. What, what's, what's that trade package looking like? Who's going oh, where? The trade
5: package is bad. It sucks. But, but. He's going to force his hand. He's going to end up in Miami. But that's all that's going to happen. So you
3: think Portland's going to take Tyler Hero to first-round picks?
5: Nah, they're going to pull a third team in. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Who's third, a, team. Who's I, third team. Who's third who
3: the third team? Who's the third team? I don't
5: know who the mystery team is, but they're going to pull a if third you had team. You have to guess.
3: In. Give me three teams on your roster.
5: Ah, Pull a third. I don't know. I think it's going to be somebody like a Utah, or Charlotte, or somebody. like. I don't, know what they have to offer. I don't know what they have to offer. But, you know, there's some salary. Uh, you throwing Ben Simmons in there?
3: I don't think you can trade him, right? Uh, I, mean, I don't think you're able to. A... Or Toronto. You could throw Toronto that's in the, the mix. That's the only way
5: I do the deals if Ben Simmons is in it.
3: Listen, listen, listen. They they got him at, listen, Linda. They got him <laughs> at point guard. So I feel like they, they good with their situation. But listen, if Damon Lillard does not get traded to Miami, here's a million-dollar question. Mm. Does he show up in Portland?
5: Yeah. Yeah, he has to. Yeah,
3: so. Why are you talking about me, me, Keon? Yeah. What you want? Yeah, yeah. So cut, cut, what you want, Keon?
1: Cut, cut, cut <laughs> Black on the play. Cut, Black cut, cut. On the play. Black okay, so everybody out there who, um, you know, wants to get into television and media, we're we're learning live right now. Okay, so you can't just say, you know, yeah, he's gonna get cut. I need color. Think about Stephen A. Smith right now. Think about Shannon Sharp. He he, this boom statement, and then give me two to three points. To make us believe.
5: Broadcast one hundred and one live on the air. Look, <laughs> what was your question, now?
3: All right, Damon Lillard. Does he go? Does he show up to Portland for training camp if he is not traded to Miami in about a week and a half? Because uh, that's how much longer we got.
5: Not on time, but he will be in training camp.
3: Oh, yeah, because I mean, he's not going to risk it.
5: First of all, that's your name, your reputation, and you want to keep keep your good graces. Why would another team want to trade for you if you're holding out? Now going
3: yeah. Yeah, BC everybody. Yeah, Brady, we have go, another topic we gotta okay, finish. Go. Right, go, go. No, this is a youth
1: topic. Oh, Let me see that easy back easy. and do this his
3: job. <laughs>
1: One more we one more I don't have any more we game more. More questions. More. Yeah, about the Giants. Yo, you the Giants.
3: Okay, listen, yo, the Giants. The
5: New York Football Giants, by New the way. New Jersey Football Giants. But I digress. Okay. Okay. Um, Talk to me. Talk
3: to me. Seahawks, Giants. Who you got? Giants. Oh, be for real. You really have faith in Daniel? Daniel? Whatever. Yes, his name the is? Giants
5: will show up. They're getting a little better. They're going to get it together. They're going to start to click.
3: BC, you don't believe that. I do believe. That you don't wholeheartedly. believe that. Yes, I believe. that You don't that. believe that. Yes,
5: Danny Dimes will show up. Y'all <laughs> couldn't even
3: pay. Y'all couldn't even pay your running back.
5: Don't worry about all that. He's in the house. He's all right. in pocket. All right. And he will come back. I'll be out back. I'll
3: be I'll be back when I'll injury. be back after they lose. I'll right, see we'll you. We'll talk
5: about it then. Okay. How'd your cowboys do last week? They're good. That oh, 42 oh, dub oh, is oh, that 42 oh, dub is keeping oh, us nice. They end. lost, though.
3: We lost, lost to the Cardinals, though. but we didn't lose to you. But
5: you lost to the but Cardinals. But we didn't
3: lose to you. But you
5: lost the Ellis at L. But we didn't. An L you. is an L. How many points did you put up against us? It doesn't again? matter. You're talking about two weeks ago. I'm talking about this Sunday.
3: Okay, well, this Sunday, <laughs> this Sunday when we win, we can revisit. This Sunday when you we win, 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 we can God. revisit.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we're
4: talking about. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it took you five minutes, bro. That, that's what we need. Brandon, sit down. Right. Job, <laughs> yeah. God, we have a show to finish. God, we're talking about these bum-ass giants. <laughs> 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 Yo, it, see what I'm saying, though? Why did it take BC t- five Nichols, minutes Danny to get into Penny. his Jake. can you hand me my iPad, please, brother? All Thank right,
3: you so much. listen, we are going to go ahead Dang, and... See,
1: I don't know if we can keep bringing him on, though.
3: <laughs>
1: I like the last two minutes. All right, let's talk about all that. All right, let's yes, go ahead whoever. and switch
3: gears, and we're going to talk about something a little bit more, or actually a lot more serious, so bear with me while I go ahead and cover all the bases here so we can get the full story. Chandler Jones calls out the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, Las Vegas Raiders pass rusher Chandler Jones says he's being forced to stay away from the team while he stays at a mental health facility where he allegedly hasn't been offered a bed and has to sleep on the floor. Now, the 33-year-old NFL player said it all happened after authorities told him, quote, people were concerned about me because of my posts online. The two-time All-Pro says he was taken first to the Southern Hills Hospital before he was transported to the Seven Hills Behavioral Health Hospital, a treatment facility for those struggling with mental health issues. Now, Chandler Jones says he has reached out to Raiders GM Dave Zegler a bunch of times but hasn't gotten an answer. Additionally, he says that his brothers bring him food and clothes Um, and that he's losing around a million dollars for every game that he misses he goes ahead and says that he is perfectly sane now he did release um, images of the letter that he wrote we have this here Um, this is I believe in a journal Um, you know it says first day out if my fans and for hands and friends were wondering i was taken in by the las vegas fire department last week against my will i was injected with i don't know what they said that it was a court hold in the las vegas police put me on it i haven't done anything wrong the police said people were concerned about me because of my post online i answered my front door and a group of five to seven men were there to put me in an ambulance where I was later ejected, injected, sorry, and caused them to not, and I can't read that part, but he says, I had no cell phone or no communication. I was taken to Southern Hills Hospital and then transferred to Seven Hills, where they tried to force me to take meds and other injections. Um, And this is him saying that he had called the GM of the Raiders six or seven times for help, Mm. no answer, um, this is not a place, Healthy Heroes, healthy Hills, it says, is not a place for high-profile athletes. My first night, I slept on the floor and was not offered a bed. He then goes ahead and says that his brothers bring him clothes and food to eat, and he's losing about a million dollars a day. And again, ends the journal entry with saying, I'm still confused on what I did wrong. I am still here. I'm very sane. Mm. Um. This last journal entry, it seems that the bottom page is ripped, says I work out in my room every day, even down the hallway at 3 a.m. If you ask the staff here, all I know is whoever put me in here had bad intentions. I am too strong of a person to be mentally broken for all of my I can't see what that says. What's that say?
1: Friends that know me. Friends
3: that know me, they know in caps and exclamation. And then this here is, I guess, the Seven Hills uh, patient rights um, form or, you know, documentation, things like that. So all of this information was released via his Twitter page. I guess somebody on his behalf um, did this because he said that he does not have his phone or any line of communication. So obviously his brothers or someone in his family... um, you know, release this information and these journal entries on his behalf. Um, Brandon, this is, this is very heavy. Yep. Um, You know, obviously there's multiple sides to a story. There's your side, my side, and somewhere in between is the truth. But um there has to be a, a level of truth to what he is saying. This is scary. This is unfortunate. Um, it's, it's even more unfortunate that he's reached out to the organization that pays him and, his calls have gone unanswered. I mean, what do you what do you make of this?
1: Yeah. Um, there's more to the story.
3: In what way?
1: Um, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, and this is how we play into the stigma, and, that, and that's where we're at in the mental health community, right? Like where the cancer community was 35, 40 years ago um, is where we're almost getting out of in the mental health community. Back in the day... Right, they called it the big C and they thought like, you know, cancer could be contagious. If you touch them, I can get it. Like they just didn't know, mm-hmm. right? And then a lot, of, obviously a lot of work was done. A lot of people stood up, invested uh, into testing and different clinical trials, et cetera, et cetera. And they figured out what it was, right? Um, there's still a lot of stigma around mental health and, and I don't know if we'll ever eradicate the stigma, mm-hmm. okay? Playing into the stigma is us in media or us as fans or people, You know, trying to say uh, it's this or it's that like we don't know. Um, We don't know his we don't know if he has a diagnosis. We don't know what the diagnosis is like. We just don't know Um, what I will say is this, though. You know, obviously, mental health is serious in Florida. There's a thing called Baker Act. Mm-hmm. The Baker Act is a Florida law that enables families and loved ones to provide emergency mental health services and temporary detention for people who are impaired because of their mental mm-hmm. illness. So every state has this, right? And so, like when you when you think about the the whole situation, what I what the what he defined and what happened from you know a letter written, and this is where I say you don't know. Like there's other things that could potentially have been said or done. Um,
3: well, it says and that th- his post online were concerning of some people and then authority showed up to his Correct.
1: Friend. That's and that's what I mean, right? Yeah. Threats to himself, to other people, mm-hmm. and that's when you get into Baker acts. I don't know what the the law is in uh in, in Vegas mm-hmm. in Nevada, right? But what 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 happened? What 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 was described to me was almost as if somebody uh went into psychosis, so psychosis, drug-induced psychosis or something where, you know, you just lose yourself for a little bit. Or, you can lose yourself for two, three years. I've seen people go into psychosis, drug-induced psychosis, and they're in this like this this gray, foggy state for two to three years. Um, you know, obviously, if this is what he wrote, you can see that he's in his right mind. He's doing better, uh, so that's a good sign. Um, and, and then also that point where he wrote, where I think you're you're trying to figure out what he said. He said, uh, "I asked them not to inject me," right? that reminded me of Kanye West. Remember when Kanye West, uh, you know, he was still with Kim, Kim K. He didn't want to
3: take his meds.
1: He didn't want to take his meds. No, right. but he was Baker Act as well. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Baker Act is freaking universal across the US, right? Mm-hmm. So he was put into a, a, a hospital mm-hmm. and right, he said like, that's the, it's one of the worst environments you can be in, mm-hmm. right? And I agree, I do agree with Chandler Jones on that. Like this mental health space is scary I'm going to be honest. There's some amazing people doing some amazing work and shout out to everyone, all the caregivers, all the clinicians, all the professionals out there. Um, that that's really doing good work, but it's fucking trash too. Mm -hmm. the hospitals, the outpatient, inpatient programs. It's trash. Mm -hmm. We need some people that, that really love people that care to really step up and get, get involved in this space. We need more, uh, uh, people going to school and trying to major in psychology because he is right so what
3: do you make of i mean he's he's claiming that he wasn't offered a bed that he had to sleep on the floor um yeah you know that his his brothers have to bring him food and clothes to eat so it seems like they're not even offering him meals um it sounds more like a prison than a a health hospital um and then I think what stands out to me the most is that he's just constantly his uh, proclamations of that he is perfectly sane. So um, I feel like there's a lot of gray area. It does sound like he is being mistreated, but it also sounds like he's in his right mind enough to know he's being mistreated. But then it sounds like, I mean, to be transferred from one hospital to another.
1: There's something See, there. There's
3: something there.
1: There's something there. Like, obviously, there's uh, there's laws there, you know, and, and we understand HIPAA. We understand that, you know, a patient and us uh, civilians have our rights. And so for the fire department to come to the house and say, okay, we're taking you, something else is there. And that's why I say there's more to the story, mm-hmm. right? And it, it could have been like you, you – this is also part of the stigma, right? He could have went out there and said, man, I'm a – I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to all y'all. Because he was hot. Like, you got to think about the environment that we're in as football players. It's toxic. It's all these males and the energy you talking about. We got to run into each other 22 miles per hour, smashing heads. Like, you got to tap into something different uh, psychologically. And, and your mindset just totally morphs when you're in that building. So he could have went out there and said something wild. We've all said, I've heard some wild things out there. And then they could say, that's the reason. But he has. There's. There's nothing to do. There's no type of diagnosis. There's no mm-hmm. type of ailment. He just said what he said in that moment because he was hot.
3: Do you think? I mean, is it normal for people who do have some? I guess it'd be the. It'd be a similar situation. <laughs> you know, like. When an alcoholic says, I'm not an alcoholic, you know, I don't think maybe his proclamations of him being sane, you can't necessarily take that as gospel. That's right. Because a lot of people who do have an issue, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's drug abuse, they'll say, I'm not a drug addict. I'm not, you know, an alcoholic when they are. That's why they say the first step is admitting you have a problem. Um, So him saying that he's perfectly sane. I mean, do you take that? as as value no, or do you okay no i and don't. think and also, that, and that's
1: why i say because we don't know that's why right. it's like you know you got to sit back and and you just got to pay attention and and you really just you got to be curious don't be judgmental in situations like this be more curious and then also uh be um not empathetic what is the word I'm sympathetic? sympathetic i think it is you also like i think what's c-
3: yes. I think what stood out to me, though, is that him saying that his brothers bring him food and clothes and then they leave. I don't know everyone's family dynamics, but I would believe that if your brothers were bringing you food and clothes and you were in a situation where you were being mistreated or you were in a situation where you were someplace you shouldn't be, I would like to think that they would not allow you to be there and the fact that they are dropping things off to him constantly but not trying to remove him mm-hmm. makes me believe that maybe there's a reason he's there
1: that's right and then also you know? and also if the system right. don't think he's ready to leave they're going to keep them, I and mean, there's nothing we can do f- as family and,
3: f- and and friends. Right, there's nothing we can do. I mean, lastly, before we move on from this, um, you know, we have about ten minutes left of the show. I mean, the fact that he's reached out to the Raiders, you know, the GM multiple times, and his calls have gone unanswered. I mean, is that what? What do you make of that situation?
1: Well, listen, this could be his team behind this. You know, there's a lot of money involved, like you said, a million dollars a week. Um, <laughs> So I think about that, like, you know, them trying to protect him and, and, and the money uh, owed to him. Um, mm-hmm. But then it also makes me think about, like, in this moment, why are we thinking about football? Remember, I just talked about that. The game is taken away from us. Mm-hmm. You're taking my identity, right? Like, in these type of moments, let's say, let's say he's really suffering right now.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Why the hell are we talking about football? Mm-hmm. Let me let – me, I wrote this letter when I went, 2011, when I went to an outpatient program, McLean Hospital, it was, uh, yeah, 2011, it was the year of the lockout. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know how long it was going to take. So when I first got to McLean Hospital, what broke through for me was, I went to this whole weekend of workshops, Mm -hmm. the best clinicians in the world. This is Harvard. Mm It's a Harvard affiliation, like, You know, this program, this hospital, McLean, we're talking about the best in the world. Dr. Gunderson, Blaze and Marsha Linehan, uh, like the people who created dialectical behavior therapy, mentalization therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, all there speaking. And I didn't connect with any of that. Mm -hmm. What I connected with was the patients up there speaking. Mm -hmm. Right. When, you know, you know, this lady uh, stood up and said, I've been in a program for six weeks or six months or six years, Mm -hmm. or I've been removed from this program for six years, and now I'm living a healthy, effective Mm -hmm. life, awesome life. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, that's me. There's Mm -hmm. other people dealing with this, Mm -hmm. but I'm seeing the phases of it. Someone that's just checked into this program to someone's removed from the program for six years, Mm -hmm. right? And so I say all that because I didn't know how long it was going to take me, Mm -hmm. right? Let me find this. But I wrote this letter to the, NFL, to the NFL. Like I don't know why I was like I, I didn't have a publisher. I'm gonna write this letter. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it out publicly if I have to because I'm not going back until you know, you know I'm 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 right. Mm-hmm. But you can you can talk while I find this or I you know people can wait and be patient.
3: No, we'll definitely let you find that. Um, While Brandon's looking for that, we'll go ahead and quickly just revisit our Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week nominees for Week 3. And listen, there is a reminder for you guys to go ahead and vote now at nfl.com slash voting slash rookies. Now, we're going to go ahead and just revisit our Week 3 nominees. So throw that graphic up there. There's our segment. So we're going to revisit our week three nominees very quickly. So here we go. We have quarterback of the Houston, Texas, CJ Stroud. We also have Miami running back Devon Achain. We have Houston wide receiver Tank Dell. We have Detroit Lions tight end Sam Laporta, Denver wide receiver Marvin Mims, who we spoke to yesterday, and Detroit defensive back. Brian Branch. Now, we did speak to Marvin Mims Jr. yesterday, as I mentioned, so we can go ahead and roll a little bit of that now.
1: So, talk to us a little bit about, like, you know, how you're approaching your finances. What plan do you have in place? What kind of advice can you give to uh, those college guys that maybe listen to you or maybe even your peers? One thing I'll say about it is just, like, you know, especially being a rookie, unless you're drafted like real high, I mean, the money's not anything crazy but at the end of the day you know you got to take care of yourself not only because you're getting the money but at the same time you don't know how long your career is going to last you know especially the game of football is such a physical game especially our player personnel guy he tells us all the time like the vets you know they got it you know they on contract two three four and like rookies like don't try and like you know keep up with them or try and get what they <laughs> can have like just live within yourself and stay within yourself
3: That was Mimsy, as Sean Payton likes to call him, and now we're going to call him. So if you want to go ahead and vote for Mimsy, a.k.a. Marvin Mims Jr., make sure, again, you head over to NFL.com slash voting slash rookies. Now, voting closes Thursday, so that is tomorrow at 11 a.m., and the NFL will announce the Week 2 winner Noon. On Thursday. So do not forget to vote one more time. These are the week three nominees. We'll throw that up there along with the website at the bottom of the screen here. NFL.com slash voting slash rookies. And um, before we close out the show, Brandon, the floor is yours with this letter that you found.
1: So, you know, we're talking about mental health and Chandler Jones situation um, being hospitalized. Right injected with drugs, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and before I even read what I wrote, this was at, this is May 3rd, 2011 at 12.35 a.m., right? So this is my notes right here, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, You you said something as far as like, could he, basically, can he be in denial? Absolutely, right? Because when you think about, and this is all of us, when you think about mental health, you think about diminished capacity. Especially like high performers in life, uh, NFL guys, like, yo, if, I gotta, if, if, if I'm saying, you know, uh, I have this disorder or something is affecting me mentally, then that means that I, I'm less, less than, right? And that's just not how you're wired uh, as an athlete to think mm-hmm. that. And I, obviously you hear this all the time that sports is a microcosm society, so I think we can all learn from that, right? Like, it's not about diminished capacity at all, right? Um, there's a lot of us that's dealing with something, and you don't have to have a di- diagnosis for your life to be a living hell. It's okay to ask for help. So 2011, you know, I asked for help, and I didn't know how long I was going to spend in this outpatient program, and I put NFL on a back burner, and it was the year of the lockout, so I didn't miss any time, and nobody knew what was happening until I actually showed up to a training camp, and I looked in the cameras, and there was so many people, like, 30, 40 men and women on a beat in networks, this is the first time that a network like ESPN and, and, and a NFL network actually broadcasted live a player's presser, right? Because I gave my team a heads up and I gave the NFL and also the Miami Dolphins a heads up of what I was about to say, right? And um, everyone said, don't do it. You're going to – this is career suicide. You can't say this, right? And I stood up there basically and said, like, the last three months spent – you know, time at McLean Hospital, diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. You know, I was in self-assessment, dialectical behavior therapy, blah, 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 blah. And it's time for us to break the stigma. It's time for us to put faces and voices to this thing. It's time for us to walk the halls of Congress. Why did it cost me $35,000 a month to get the help that I needed to save my life, right? And so here's the letter that I wrote when I was there. <clears throat> when I dreamed about making it to the NFL, I made it a reality by maintaining an honor roll level throughout my schooling. I worked out every day and I put my all into making this dream my reality. We go through life picking up baggage, and for some of us, we don't know how or where to dump it. So we have issues that aren't resolved, which results in more problems. I asked my wife about some you know statistics and she said, well, it's not the NFL's problem. She said it's not the NFL's per it's not the NFL's problem. Um, you know, to deal with the the personalities or the person. And it's time for me to separate the two. I have decided to take an extensive leave of absence from my career because failure of my person is not an option, but will be in reality until I put everything I have in me every day into becoming the person I dreamt to be like I did when I wanted to make it to the NFL. Thanks for your support. (laughs) <laughs> and may God bless us all. Like, who, did, I thought I was a presidential candidate. May God bless us all. But, you know, it's very powerful. <clears throat> and I'm glad that he's writing, Ashley. Mm-hmm. And I know we are landing a plane here. You know, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I never thought that we would be in this. We would never, we would We would be in this position um, as a mental health community. I thought it was going to take 20, 30 years, and I used to say the same thing over and over and over again when I testified in front of Congress, um, you know, sat on, you know, the, uh, you know, the Vatican mental health uh, board, you know, or this is the Pope. I used to say the same thing. Where we at in the cancer, com- where we at in the mental health communities, where the cancer community was 20, 30 years ago? I just said it earlier, right? So it's going to take so many years for us to eradicate the stigma and do this and do that, da 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 da. And so um <clears throat> <clears throat> what i used to do when i was at mclean i used to write anytime i would get to the bottom of something i would write i'm like damn like a metaphor or something i'm like i didn't even know you know i was dealing with that or you know you know or this was affecting me right and so i'm glad that he's writing because there's so much that comes up in writing this weekend i was writing because i'm in this process y'all hear me talk about meditation and yoga like i'm in another transformative space this weekend i was writing and more things came out and so um, you know, he's writing and that's really good because that's very therapeutic. And for everybody out there that, you know, may be suffering, remember better is a platform that you can use. Um, you know, there's things that you can look at Nomny.com uh, to get the resources or ask questions. That's a safe space for you, um, but make sure that you ask for help. Um, this is a real thing.
3: And I think that's a perfect way to end today's show. If you're listening on Sirius XM, Faction Talk 103, thank you so much. Don't forget to visit the I Am Athlete YouTube page if you want to see the video portion of our show. Um, for everyone here on YouTube hanging out with us, thank you so much, and we will see you tomorrow. May God
1: bless us all. <laughs> I say may God bless us all. Bye, I guys. Thinking. May God bless us all. <laughs>